Welcome to Unstoppable You with Christine Patton. Does it seem like something could be holding you and your business back from your dream of great success? Can you put your finger on what that is? In today's show, you'll learn the tools and patterns that will guide you toward the success that you dream of. Now, here is your host, Christine Patton. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to Unstoppable You. This is where we talk about empowerment, resilience, and passion, and how it all works to conquer the game of business, because you are your business, and who you are, as you know, will resonate with your clients and your customers. Well, time waits for no one. Here we are, mid-January. It's Thursday, January 14th, and maybe you're finding yourself feeling a little bit of hope for this coming year. (laughs) Things will be better than last year, maybe. In my gut, I have a knowing that all is well, and soon we will be experiencing a freedom that we haven't felt in almost a year. And maybe you've been feeling hopeful. And maybe your friends and family think you're nuts, (laughs) but it's all good. Stay the course because you are needed. That attitude is needed. In my opinion, these powerful feelings will have been because of the work you've done. I think that the work around how you are defining what is going on in the world will make the difference. Generally, I have found in my life and with my clients and my work, the framework that we apply to what we're experiencing dictates directly how we can cope. And so how we cope with the restrictions and fear that's being promoted around us can be tempered with our attitude. So the lighter you can be, you are doing the world a great service. If you find yourself constantly irritable and angry over the news about who's sick, who's died, what the number counts are, and how dire the circumstances seem, well, then you will remain in that energy. There's a saying, where the attention goes, the energy flows. However, if you have developed an openness to see what has happened as a plan to return the world to a more sustainable way of operating, now you have hope. Then you can make a plan. You may wish to ask yourself, where am I being called to open my mind to a broader vision? Or how can I be a revolutionary for positive change? Or how can I create more of what I want to see in this world? These are powerful questions that create powerful results. An empowered approach towards building your own health and happiness, living your life in a more symbiotic way with the world, and cultivating a respect and love for all of humanity is the only way out of this negatively charged miasma being purposefully promoted. In other words, it is the answer to creating a better world for all. All of my guests have had an opinion and angle about empowerment, resilience, and passion and have taken empowered action to change their lives, to be better, to become someone interesting, to help others, to elevate the state of the world, and today is no exception. Today, I have a treat for you. Judy Fairburn is here, and she's going to take us on a journey that is familiar to many of us. The transition out of the corporate world into something else that captures the heart is what we're going to talk about today. And you're going to love her endgame. It's called The 51. Intrigued? Here we go. Welcome, Judy. I'm so glad you're here today with me. It's awesome to be here today. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Let's get into it. Yeah, I'm honored. (laughs) I'm going to begin with your biography because our listeners are, they want credible people giving credible opinions. And so I like to, and I don't want to screw up what you've said, what you've told me about yourself. So I'm just going to read this uh, in just be a moment. Uh, The 51, 
Judy is a co-CEO and fund managing partner. This is a financial feminism platform and venture fund. Judy is a trailblazer, a business leader and a community builder. She has over 30 years of diverse executive experience in business innovation, digital, venture capital, strategy, ESG operations, technology, commercialization, and public policy. Her wealth of career experience includes roles as Chief Digital Officer, EVP Business Innovation, and Board Chair of Alberta Innovates. Judy is a pioneer in corporate innovation, including a co-founding of a 100 million clean tech digital digital venture fund and multi-company environmental innovation alliances. That's a lot of big words, man. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. It's me. Judy sits on corporate tech and economic development boards, including Patronus Canada, MEG Energy Inc., Virum Inc., Calgary Economic Development, and the Business Council of Alberta. Judy holds a Master's of Science degree in Chemical Engineering, an MBA, an Institute of Corporate Directors designation. She's an award-winning Creative Destruction Lab mentor, 2013 Clean 16 award winner, and the recipient of the 2020 Calgary Influential Women in Business Lifetime Achievement Award. You know, Judy, I really wish you'd do something with your life, honestly. I am honored that you're here today, and I want to know more about, well, our our listeners will want to know about the 51. What makes us unique? Um, You know, our our theme is empowerment, resilience, and passion, and I think your organization and what you are doing really nails this. So, tell us about the 51. It's a good place to start, nuts and bolts, and what are you you and your partners doing, and when did you begin? Uh, Yeah, my pleasure. So first of all, one of the biggest questions we get asked is, what is the 51? Yep. And 51, the 51 refers to 51% of the population as women. And that's in the world? In the world and, mm-hmm. and, and unlocking the potential. I think it, it fits perfectly into the theme of our conversation today and was thrilled to be asked to come onto your show to talk about it. Perfect. How did it start? Um, there's three of us, uh, Alice, Shelley, and I, um, that founded it and it really got rolling last March and had, and it got rolling by, uh, we knew each other, Alice and I knew each other. We were both focused on, on progressing opportunities in the new economy. You know, all of this really focuses on how do we position ourselves for the future here. And, and she knew Shelly, Shelly just moving back from the UK, um, you know, very global perspective. And then we took a road trip together and we saw perfect. And and it's a lot of things. Oh, it hatches a lot of things. It's like, ah, we know what we need to do. And, and we were very motivated by unlocking the potential of women. And in a context um, as following. And, you know, we, we were also seeing the statistics were all very future focused, but really grounded. And we saw that if we look out in time, not too far here, like in, in the Canadian context, I'm sure U.S. stats are probably pretty similar. Um, by middle part of the decade, women are actually going to have to manage and control close to half of all accumulated financial wealth. And I really? know in these difficult times, um, one thinks, hmm. Uh, but that's gone up a lot since one-third. So, sorry, it was one-third in the last decade. So one-third to one-half. And this trend is happening. And we're going, oh, my God. Um, we better be on that path to controlling half the wealth. We need to strive to be equal in all matters financial. And I mean, and yes, there's the bigger context in the world, too. And I love the work that Melinda Gates and so many are doing in terms of 
when you really get to the core of it, when you unlock the potential of women, society thrives. Yes. And so again, this whole concept about striving to be equal in all matters financial is financial feminism. And gotcha. in one and a half years since uh, we really got rolling, uh, we built a community of almost 10,000 and uh, largely women um, who are really motivated to create the world that they want to see. Uh, motivated to be influential investors, entrepreneurs, consumers, leaders, uh, and, and, and we built this, this, this community, and it's more than that uh, in terms of uh, the investment we do. Uh, we're all coming together, and including those who are aspiring to all ages, all backgrounds, all, all um, very, very diverse racially and many other facets. Um, and really, you know, we've got this attitude that a lot of times I think women are thinking, oh, I can't go do that because I don't, I don't know enough to how to do that. Right. So our philosophy is actually we know more than we think. And, and let's just get rolling and, and learn by doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, but, the, you know, the fear creeps in when it's, it's your money or someone else's money. Um, we've got these funny ideas about money. Not funny. I mean, it, life teaches us, you know, how to have an attitude about money, right? And so, yeah, so we, we're afraid to step out because we haven't got that experience to draw from. And we actually know more than we think we do. And once I think the secret is, um, particularly I think as women, when we come together, Mm. we recognize that as a group, we have all we need. And and obviously, very, very engaging with with men and others that are very supportive of it. But Mm -hmm. by coming together, the community uh, can make a difference. And so, you know, as a community, we're broad, like I said, almost almost 10,000. And then we have a number of investors in that community, largely, you know, women. And we've put millions of dollars to work in women-led businesses. That's the secret here. The 51 is a financial feminist platform that um, is putting women-led capital to work in women-led businesses. Right. I love it. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't have a clue about, you know, how you do it or what you do. I don't have the background you have. But I do know that when I've studied and talked to people about microfinancing around the world, we give money to the women. <laughs> that seems to be where the um, sustainability and success grows in other countries is by uh, promoting what women do. Absolutely. And we recognize it. It's kind of interesting, actually. The financial studies mm-hmm. prove it out that, that uh, women-led companies overperform by over 60%. Is that generally around the world, that statistic? Well, that, that was a North American statistic. North American, okay. Yeah, and so when Love you it. see that, and we, we know that out there in terms of entrepreneurial companies, they're only getting 4% of what's called venture capital, kind of that early stage risk-based capital for innovative companies. And so uh, we needed to make a difference there. Uh, and, and, and And be involved and be in the driver's seat mm-hmm. to, uh, to propel up these amazing opportunities. And we're really unlocking female founders, unlocking the potential of what we can do together and to yeah. grow to grow our, our, our own prosperity as well as make huge social environmental impact. I love it. I so love this. And, you know, there's that saying, it takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, right? That's beautiful. Okay, tell me about your mission, um, like your investment philosophy. Who do you look for? So uh, we look for uh, women-led companies that are um, innovative, Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and so they, they're doing something. What's innovative? I mean, that's yeah. what gets thrown around all mm-hmm. the time. Exactly. So, so it, it's companies that are doing something new or significantly improved. Uh, they've got a different way of running a business. They've got some unique technology. And so it's anything from sectors of, of, uh, of online commerce, which is obviously significant <laughs> these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many of us, what are the stats there in terms of everybody shifted um, to companies focused on sustainability, so to make any of our, our different big sectors, one. whether it's agriculture, whether it's um, any of our, some industrial processes, uh, more sustainable, and, and of course, health is paramount. And so we've seen lots and lots of shifts in terms of how things were, are working differently now in a virtual world. Um, and, and just the whole power of what's changed in digital and, and whatever to transform the way that we manage our health and wellness. So mm-hmm. that's that's largely the areas that we're focused on, right? I I, li- I really like that too because I'm reminded of of this sounds off topic, but I don't think it is. It's Maslow's hierarchy. When you can satisfy <laughs> yep. the lowest yep. um, level of of food, shelter, and clothing safety, you know, when our safety and security needs are met, now we can self actualize, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you nodded we were vigorously focusing on the fundamentals. That, so. yeah. 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 And it'll come up later in our conversation okay. on the personal front, but that, but that's in my frame personally too. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of that kind of ties in with what I think is going on today is when, um, is when people feel afraid and people are angry and and out of sorts emotionally. How can we be creative? How can we be loving? How can we be kind? You know, we need to shift this to something else. Anyway, that's that's a little off topic. Um, did you want to say something? Yeah, and I think as we're building on what makes us unique and um, mm. capital plus community. So it, right. it kind of builds on your point there. You know, community is a core need and what's what makes a difference. Well, as, we humans. Together, as humans. As yeah. humans. We're not together. meant to be separate. Yeah. No, we're not meant to be. And boy, when you put together dollars uh, focused on areas that matter, power. plus mm-hmm. the power of the community, mm-hmm. things happen. And, right. and that's what many people have said. That's what's unique about the 51. And the 51 isn't just you know, a few of us that founded it, um, that do the stewarding of the investment. It is our whole community. It is the group of investors. It is the bigger community that that aspire. It is the founders in that, um, of all generations. That is what is unique here. And and the power of of coming together to unlock the potential of women-led companies. That's what's unique. Excellent. And and we as we talked earlier, we talked about coachable leadership. Yeah. Um, and, and and I like that. That's the same idea, right? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's neat. You know, we, we focus on companies where the founders really want to learn. And, and that will bring their potential up. Um, that's a key focus on all of this is when we come together, we put our investment together with an innovative mindset, which means you want to continually learn and improve to make the world better. We're going to have lots of influence and impact. And right. that's what energizes us all, you know. Indeed, we're creating the world we want to see. <laughs> and, and Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see. Exactly. And I, cre- I credit, I credit uh, my co-founder Shelley with actually, we go with the frame of we are investing in the world we want to see. Exactly. Exactly. And um, 
And we have to understand too, it starts with, if it's going to be, it starts with me, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And so taking that step out, whether it's you, the founders of the of this beautiful movement or women who want to be in business, who have an idea, who want to make a difference in the world, it's taking that first step out and to know that there's a safety net for them. And just to, you know, just to emphasize what's really unique about the 51 in terms of investing community, 90% of our investors, again, are women. Welcome men as well. And 30% are new to, to this investing in entrepreneurs. We've unlocked a new investor group. And oh, the potential of that, it's so rewarding. It's like a virtuous flywheel. You get rolling and it goes. And, and uh, that is what we are seeing. You see the potential, you invest in it. Our founders then are committed to us as they gain gain more success. They will invest in the next round, pay it forward. And it's it's so gratifying to see the, the, the flywheel potential of all of this. I like that flywheel analogy. That's great. But, and, and you know, it's not just it's not just the businesses that you're investing in. The people who are investing are changing their hearts as they're going. Absolutely. We got lots of great stories, lots of great stories to tell and uh, in terms of uh, the difference that it's making. Indeed. Perfect. And just before we go to break in about one minute, um, early stage companies are risky. So um, what do you do about that? Uh, we're very clear that as as women are, or anyone's investing, this is this is a small percentage of your portfolio that you could you recognize as high risk, potentially high reward, high risk. We're very and and it's, it and it fits for those people that have the wherewithal to do it. But we're also very accessible in terms of people can come into the fund at at fifty one hundred dollars a year for three years, versus the norm out there of big funds you see, which is a hundred thousand or not. We want right. this to be democratized access because mm-hmm. by democratized access, we all work together to lift up the world that we're investing in and want to see. Oh, God, that's absolutely beautiful. Um, Now, is there a certain type of business that you are finding these days very quickly to be more successful than others? Or is it really across the board depend? There's so much opportunity in businesses that have a digital core to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we we see, look at what happened this 2020. Stuff that, that people thought would take years to, you know, for them to change or companies change happened in the matter of you know, weeks to a month. And so we're in this great time of everybody is changing and, and building on that fact of that a lot more things have gone virtual in many different sectors. So we particularly see the opportunity there. Very true. Wow. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Judy Fairburn of The 51, and we've got to go to commercial break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. 
Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into Unstoppable You. To reach Christine Patton or her guest on the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email during the week to chris at powerwithin.ca. Now, back to Unstoppable You. Hi, everyone. We're back with Judy Fairburn of The 51. This is a beautiful platform um, based on a beautiful ideology called financial feminism. And um, so I guess let's, let's bring people back into where we were. People love statistics. Tell me about the trends emerging with respect to women controlling wealth. Where have we been? Where are we going? Uh, thanks, Christine. Yeah, it's a lot of change happening. <laughs> Last decade, women um, controlled about one-third of the wealth. And if we look, and this is a Canadian, for, uh, Canadian statistic, uh, yep. statistic yep. and as we look to the middle part of the decade, Actually, the forecasts show that women are going to control close to half of all cumulative financial wealth. And actually, as you go a little bit further, by the end of the decade, 65%. So that's, that's rapid change. That was rapid. And yeah. That is rapid change. And, and, you know, we think about that and on that path to, to controlling um, at least half and then going above that of the wealth, it's, it's reality that women need to strive to be equal in all matters financial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All matters financial. And right. that's the essence of what, uh, you know, we come to from the perspective of financial feminism mm-hmm. equal in all matters financial. It's very empowering. And it's essential. Just, essential. Essential. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So going back in time, I want our readers, our listeners to uh, get a flavor for where Judy Fairburn and the 51 came from. So what had you been doing? So uh, I, at my early roots, I'm an engineer. Okay. Yep. And uh, uh, been around for <laughs> my career of over 30 years, well over 30 years. But you're 35, we all understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's been important to me throughout, throughout my career is having a lasting, meaningful impact on what matters. And um, pivoting at different times through there to focus on where what I think is most important to focus on for impact at that point in time. And I'm really motivated to solve meaningful challenges to make our society better. That's what gets me, gets me up in the morning. Yeah. And, and, and as I realize, engineers are pr- and entrepreneurs are pretty similar in that respect. We love to find a problem or challenge and, solve and create a solution. 
Right. And, 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 you know, I look at that, um, I like to be a catalyst for change to unlock what's possible. And, and innovation is really central to me. Um, I love, and I co-founded a number of ahead of the curve ventures that really position us for the future. And, uh, you know, in, in fr- frames like sustainability, digital, um, um, corporations and entrepreneurs coming together and new ways to finance um, entrepreneurs. Uh, and, and all of that was leading me uh, to then recognizing that this next critical frontier, particularly for feminism, is financial feminism, right? which right. is being equal and totally confident that you're equal and all matters financial. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's essential to our world, to uh, future-proof our businesses and societies, I mean, God, look at what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. We have Absolutely. to unlock the, the potential and the talent of women. I agree. Absolutely have to. 100%. And you're the perfect person to do that. Yeah, so, well, yeah. A team. Again, the 50 well, again, has been co-founded um, by myself, yes. Ali Shelley, and we have an amazing community of investors, entrepreneurs, those aspiring. This is a team sport. Got it. Yes. Okay, I'll stop referring to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, that's all. And I do, and I do honor your partners and, and your whole team for sure. Um, so what was going on in Alberta at the time that you made your, your big shift? Um, so, yeah, through my career, I was an engineer, then an executive um, in um, many, many different portfolios, running businesses, uh, sustainability, strategy, portfolio management, you know, the real nuts and bolts engineering operations and, and right. um, finance stuff. And I started to recognize that the world was really changing. And um, I like to position myself in um, an emphasis on innovation and Frankly, my, my thread is Judy in the new economy. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And so it was very critical to say, what is most needed now? Where can I have the biggest impact? And so making that shift to leave corporate life, the big office, all the other perks. The trappings, yeah. Exactly. To mm-hmm. be an active shaper of the new economy, to mm-hmm. create opportunity. And what's emerged is the 51. Right. And that's and, not easy. And, 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 it, and it, you know, came together with Alison Shelley, who are tech entrepreneurs. Right. Um, and worked with many different sectors. Um, you know, Ikea, Walmart, uh, Walmart, Lego amongst them and the stuff. Totally different from my background. But right. you mesh that together. That is innovation. That's what sparks new opportunities. Bringing people together from different worlds. Kindred spirits, though, that have similar values and what we believe in. And, and unlocking the potential of women in this case. This uh, warms to, my heart to, to drive to b- drive um, prosperity and social environmental impact. That's we're, we're motivated and do that um, with all of us together, the bigger community. Right, right. Um, now, uh, when we talked earlier, you talked about a creative writing course that you that you took that you finally kind of opened your heart to something that really lit you up. I got that feeling. Tell me yeah, a little bit about that. It was, it was interesting. Uh, I spend a lot of time um, in, um, in nature and in a community there and uh, near Banff and um, came upon a creative writing class. And I thought, okay, let's sign up for that. And I did. And it was awesome. And what I've realized, and um, I continue to journal and I write. Not, not typing, but I write. I find that the writing part is really essential 
to um, unlock what's actually in your mind and in, in between your bones and in, in your intuition. And, and uh, to me, it, it allows me to color outside the lines. They say there's a real connection between the right side of the brain and your hand. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I, and I can, I can see that. Yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. And, and so this was definitely a, not just writing, there was other creative aspects to it. And, and it absolutely let me, you know, I, I, I let my guard down. Um, and, and what oozed out was what had been, you know, I'd been thinking about. And, and it was emotional, truly emotional drive to move, move women in business forward. I've been very cathartic. Very cathartic. And I've been, yeah. Birthing something new. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of symbolism. I mean, I spent years in, and I recognize in, in traditional environments, you know, great environments, but environments mm-hmm. where things were sort of a certain way. In a box, and, sure. And a bit more in a box. And, and I just needed to have the space to color outside the lines. And um, being able to, to tap together um, with other women to do this, unlock, and, and I see that as well in, in the part of the country that I'm in. A significant economic downturn, yet an awful lot of very accomplished women that have great ideas on where to move forward. And you start putting that all together, and we can color outside the lines and mm-hmm. create a new masterpiece. Beautiful symbolism. Oh, I love it. I just love it. The more I hear about this, I think I want to join. You can. <laughs> you can. So, you know, do you see a pattern of empowerment in your life leading to resilience, which leads to passion? Tell me about that. So for me, it starts with resilience, actually. And okay. I was brought up to work hard. I'm in a family of all of uh, three girls. Um, we, even from early age, uh, were taught that we could do it. Uh, and I remember at the age of eight, my dad's like, okay, I need some help uh, nailing floorboards in the attic in a brand new house. You can do it. And I did. The same, same with my sisters. And, 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 uh, and, and it sort of taught us to have um, that capacity to really, what's the definition of resilience? You know, you know, looked up different ones, but it's the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. Mm-hmm. I could give you the engineering definition of it, but that's the one that probably all resonate with. And boy, have we got to deal with that a lot, you know, and how do we come out of it when we've been all moved in our size and shape, you know, we've been squeezed and moved this way and that under stress. And, and, and I, I was taught, I think from an early age, um, that you can, you know, you might have all that, but you can make it happen. Uh, believe, believe in yourself. And so to me, and by doing that, um, you know, and resilience has been learned for me. I, and, and I reflected upon it for today. And I think one of my best aspects is when I'm feeling off, I'm not feeling like me. Listen to those signals. Mm. All right. Yoga is really important to me. Outdoor nature. Um, it gets me all back to, I guess what I'll call to is my internal locus of control. Yeah, your essence, so really. My essence. So I know yeah. what to focus on. Mm-hmm. And the resilience to listen, you know, to be able to, how do I get through it? I have that capacity to recover from difficulties because I listen again to when I'm feeling off and do what it needs to do to, to come up again and feel strong and unlock my passion for what's important for me. You know, just earlier in uh, today's talk, we talked about um, is, is learning by doing. Yeah. And so your father allowed you to learn by doing, and that removes fear. It removes fear, 
contemporaneously with what you're doing, but also it creates to me that confidence to do something else that you don't know how to do because you know you did the last thing okay. And so the most important step forward is just, you know, whatever you have an inkling to do, try it. Exactly. Like, try it. What yeah. can happen? I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, measure, but yeah. I mean, yes, it, I, I'm, I'm not. In my kids are terrific skiers. I mean, my ter- kids are terrific skiers. Are 14, 16. My <laughs> daughter, she is, she is just as kick-ass as my son. Uh, awesome. The 14 and 12, sorry. And 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 yeah, they want me to go off a quarter, so I'm not quite going to do that yet. <laughs> I should, but I'm a good skier. But knowing um, your limitations is different yeah. from stepping out and doing something completely different that you hadn't considered yeah. before. And um, absolutely. And that's what I love about this. I think fear has a lot to do with that. Yeah. So how do so so you say you said you stay strong and you stay focused. You you get back into nature. You get back into your roots. That's that's a good thing for you to do. Uh, absolutely. And hey, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I am far yeah. from perfect. I have my times oh. when I get. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. When I don't know when, about you, but when I'm perfect. I, I get a little worn out. <laughs> And, uh, and I'm not as resilient as I should be. And it's hard to say no to things. I, you know, let's be really clear there. We need mm-hmm. to do, you know, whatever it is that gives us energy and getting back to our, our, our center um, so that we have the strength to focus on what's important to us mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. only on obligations to others and everybody else's asks. That's a okay. hard balance. I'm always working on that balance. But that's the biggest thing to have to do to make sure we actually can unlock our passion and go work on what's most important to us to make a and, difference. And you're not alone. I mean, everybody goes up and down that that um, roller coaster ride. Uh, and and so it, there's something about that that's really important, and that is that life is is built of cycles of expansion and contraction. And so when we learn that we, it, it's necessarily so that we will expand at times, we will be creative and full of energy and things seem to just snap and crackle around us. And then other times it slows down and things seem like they're not working, but that's the integration stage. You know, we have to have that expansion contraction as part of life to move forward. So, you know, all good, I think. Ab- ab- absolutely. And it, I find it fascinating, you know, even watching nature. It's to me essential. Nature for me is in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, along with the v- real basics. Okay, to explain that. That's, that's a cool concept. And, and I, think, I think I've thought about this, and it goes almost with a, the, it's the unstructuredness of nature. Ah, it, the, it, the, the apparent chaos, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but but it okay. doesn't it doesn't bother one, and and there's lots of rounded differences, and you know, and then the the, the awe of large mountains or water bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it lifts almost lifts out our pieces of stress, and and so because of that, I think it allows us to get back centered in what 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 what's just below the surface in our minds that's important to us. And Beautiful. And I, I mean, I find a long, hot shower helps do the same thing. But sure. you know, finding those things where you can just feel these, all these distractors lift away. Right. And, right. and to me, that is as essential, whatever that is for people, is the basics in life. It is. Um, the port in the storm, right? Just as important as, as, as taking a step out, just as important as working hard and staying with something until it's completion. Um, 
is really important. Um, with, with which brings up the idea of self care. Uh, what are the things to do for self care, Judy? When when things are really you know rolling and you're feeling like I don't know today is not so good. Uh, I mean, I got have to get outdoors. I mentioned you know regular yoga, cardio. I mean, just getting hard. And I'll throw in a story here. I mean, I sure. true story. I um, I suffered a concussion um, in Ooh. in March last March from a skiing accident. And, oh, no. um, and don't know how it happened. And it was not easy coming out of that. It took me about three months. Ooh. Uh, and uh, learned a lot. Let me tell you guys, concussion in the time of COVID, not recommended because everything <laughs> went online. And that's one of the hardest things for your head when you're, when, when you're trying to heal it. I'm great now. But, but it taught me so much. This is around resilience as well. Taught me so much uh, to, to unpack it, figure out what was working for me, what was not working for me. Um, and so I learned how critical it was to get calm, to get certain right level of cardio, the limitations on how important sleep is, how to shut off your computer a certain time of night. I'm still learning. I'm not perfect. But let me tell you, there's nothing like that to have you recognize what's most important for your well-being. Wow. Wow. I mean, and funny, that's kind of a microcosm story of the macrocosm. Yes. And that is as a world, we've been, you know, we've been flattened. And the message there is, think about this. (laughs) You know, it, it begs the big questions. Who are we and why are we here? And nothing else matters, really. And so when we get down to it, we've talked about community. We've talked about, um, resilience we, we talk about passion self-care there it is in a nutshell right no matter what you do it comes down to those very basic platforms i think absolutely and being in tune with with what you need and listening when you're not quite right figure out figure out the signals and take step by step to figure out what's going to help you feel better yeah yeah and it's um it's like any uh, emotion uh, it's like any um engineered system it's alignment in the system it's going to work it's going to be efficient and so walking that line within ourselves i think is and and this is what i do this is what i talk about what i coach all of that stuff is among other things is finding that alignment alignment in thought alignment in emotion physical and that builds a spiritual base do people get scared about that call it woo woo and all kinds of things but um that really is is where we live is, and it's all about how we can look at ourselves, how we can look at others, how we can look at the world. That's spirit. And, and I think for me, that comes into the empowerment frame. Once you're checked in with that, you know what you're, you know, you're, you're a resilient person, you, you know you can get through it, you're passionate about where you're going after, then that taking action um, is key informed by that. And I'd say making the courageous shifts when you need to. And I think we probably all in this time of COVID, it's important for us to check in with ourselves and say, you know, with where we want to be and what's not quite feeling right, what courageous shifts do we need to take here to get back to being energized in this very changed world and oh unlock our full potential? That's amazing. That, that is a perfect way to leave this segment, Judy. Thank you so much. If you've just joined us, we're listening to Judy Fairburn of The 51. Uh, back for more. We're going to talk about some of 51's successes, who they invest in, and what's going on. Don't go away. Follow. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Say It Skillfully is my new radio show about being who you really are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. Call in and I'll help you find the right words to tackle any difficult conversation or ticklish situation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. Learn how to be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in life. Join me live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Business Channel. Tune in to The Voice America Variety Channel on The Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You are tuned into Unstoppable You. To reach Christine Patton or her guest on the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email during the week to chris at powerwithin.ca. Now, back to Unstoppable You. Hello, everyone. We're back with Judy Fairburn of The 51. This is an awesome, awesome um, day today talking about financial feminism, talking about how to remain strong through hardship, just so many good things we're talking about. So Judy, I'd like to know more about your partners, the people you work with, your team, who you're investing in. Let us know. Uh, Absolutely. The the 51, as we talked about uh, earlier on, represents women being 51% of the population. So uh, we have a community of close to 10,000 now. We have an amazing team uh, of women of all different backgrounds. Uh, and uh, we are, have a group of, of uh, many, many uh, unbelievable investors in, in that group. And they're from all different backgrounds as well. Uh, they're uh, teachers, they're doctors, they're bankers, they're uh, executives, uh, board directors, serial entrepreneurs, financial professionals, etc., lawyers, you go on, on and on. And together, um, and then we have amazing, we've got hundreds of entrepreneurs in our in our community. Um, and we have some that we've invested in that have very, very businesses that, that have high growth potential. And this amazing kind of mashup is the 51. And because we are a financial feminism platform um, that brings together uh, women 
both women-led capital from from investors, for women-led companies, and those aspiring. Because we all want to be creating and investing in the world that we want to see. Absolutely. Prosperous, but a a world that represents our own social and environmental values as well. A society that we're proud of. And and so, you know, and and what's, what's neat is, you know, if you would have asked me several years ago, would I be committed to something called financial feminism? And and uh, and but when I get to the essence of it, it's 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 critical for women to be equal in all things financial. That is what our society needs. Let's take care and, of people. Yeah, people. exactly, exactly. People. And so I give tons of credit um, to Fifty uh, One's co-founder Shelley Kuipers, very uh, dynamic woman, global experience, um, just knows how to bring together groups to create. Um, real change synergy and yeah. communities okay. and and mm-hmm. and alice who's just both you know tech entrepreneurs uh, alice a very very dynamic uh founder and and creative destruction lab uh, runs a big elements of that and we're all just drivers we are there to 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 create change and, and unlock the potential of women um in a, in a finance in a business contact again to create the world that we need okay. very good very good um the businesses uh, that you've invested in, what are some great stories? So um, the, we have a group of people, women that came together, and, and, and 51 came together as, as, as a group. It started with the three of us, and then it grew. We had 75 women that were in, came together around a kitchen um, in March 2019, and then a number of them wanted to just come together and invest in companies. Um, and I'll tell a couple of stories from that. That and mm-hmm. then since then we've actually launched a, a fund so that even more can come in a bit of a structured way, and folks don't have to invest it, it much. They can put in even fifty, one hundred a year to be part of all of this. Right. Uh, but looking back at those companies that we got investing in, started investing in um, in twenty nineteen, um, there's a couple of great stories there. And and I'm going to hit two right from from our our, our home ground here in Calgary, um, Virtual Gurus. And this company came about, um, it's uh, led by a woman by the name of Bobby Reset, uh, dynamic indigenous um, leader, mm-hmm. and uh, LBGTQ plus as well. And she was in the energy sector. And she found herself out of a job. And she started freelancing. And then she realized, hmm, there's more to this there. And she actually created... Um, an online platform. I'd call it kind of the Airbnb for um, freelancing professionals and, and assistants, accountants, web designers, all sorts of fast. They have grown amazingly in this time. So if you think about connecting that and what's changed in the world um, as a result of, of COVID, right, working wherever you live is become the norm. I think a lot, what, 65% of, of employers say they'll probably be more uh, open to people just working from home or wherever they are when, when this uh, blows over. Yep. Uh, touch wood, it does at some yeah. point in the future. And so that preference has developed for sure. Right, right. And so this firm has grown amazingly. And it's got, what's also neat about it is because we invest in companies that have an innovative core is, is it has artificial intelligence. So for those really routine things that you want, say, an assistant to do, um, then, then it has this way of being able to provide those services. It's called Aspetti in a more automated fashion. 
So it's using technology where, you know, uh, people probably wouldn't be as interested in doing some of the repetitive tasks. And it helps right. elevate the roles yeah. that the freelancers are doing for, for clients on the platform. Yeah, do what you're good at. Do what you want to do. what you're do good at, and, exactly. And, and leave the, the um, yeah. other stuff to, yeah, and this is virtual gurus. Virtual gurus, yeah. Okay. Yeah, G-U, virtual G-U-R-U-S. Right and, and, and and she's you know and, and we love the way she's described it. She says it's talent as a service, and and uh, and it's talent, right? It's not uh, just assistance or support. It's talent unlocking the talent of women. Beautiful. So that's wow. one of the companies that's we've just been so thrilled. And and then we'll go to a totally different story. I mean, we've got so many great ones. Um, you know, we've got uh, Sampler as well out of out of out of uh, the Eastern Canada, which uh, works with companies in terms of digital sampling and has had tremendous growth and the consumer sector. Uh, but let's take another one from Calgary, which is uh, Summit Nanotech. And uh, Amanda, very dynamic CEO as well. She has um, worked and with great smart people. She came out of the energy sector as well. So I'm talking here about transformation stories because I think that fits yes. for today. Love it. And and said, huh, let's look at the world and what do we need more of out there? Well, as much as we might like electric vehicles, lithium batteries actually aren't that sustainable. Ah. And the production of lithium isn't that sustainable. It takes a lot of uh, greenhouse gases, water, etc. Right. So she worked with technical experts to develop a process that's much greener. And and um, and met her at a Creative Destruction Lab. Was one of her mentors, and she has now been scaling her business. And 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 just even since mid last year, she's growing. She's got major major companies that want to interested in tying, trying this technology. Um, it's moved much beyond. She basically dreamed big, and the world is coming to her. And into the future. And into the future. Really necessary. Yeah. And so the value of her company, what we're looking at there, we're probably, we're probably looking at this thing that we always look for for companies is that 10 times bigger. Mm-hmm. And wow. you get involved in them and you add value and then they grow and grow in terms of the importance to society and, and to business. Right. Um, so those are just Vision. a couple of examples. And, and Sorry, the last two names were, say them again. Say them uh, again. Virtual Gurus yep. and Summit Nanotech. Summit Nanotech, and, and there was and, one in, in between. And Sampler. Sampler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Doing amazing things in terms of uh, working with with the many, many companies um, in the consumer realm. And the, the thing I think that's interesting as, as we look at all of this is these are private companies. You wouldn't have exposure to these as women um, in the markets. This is like getting involved, and I'm, I'm not going to name a tech company because I don't want to put any of them on a pedestal, but, right. but it's like being able to have the opportunity to get in early before they became household names. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when you get in early, you also have the opportunity to shape the companies and work with the female founders to help them be successful and to evolve uh, the best of them into the big names that, that we will be proud of. Um, in our society. And, and I think if we found that where we really make a difference in terms of the 51 is because we're business leaders at a core and if, you know, and our investors as well, many, many, many successful business leaders, university presidents, you know, all different backgrounds there, board directors and, and younger generations that are very, very innovative. We help founders from stalling out. Because right. the statistics, if I come back to Alberta for a moment, we're double the national average of, of uh, women-led or women-co-led uh, tech companies. Other study um, that we look at a couple of years at businesses that have been around over three years, now 
It's only 6% of them that are women-led. That earlier stat I mentioned, 30%, now to it's 6 It's now 6 and well, it's it, when you look at a couple of years of companies that have actually thrived and, and grown, oh, the I numbers see. get much smaller. Right. And so we're out here to help women-led businesses and these amazing founders we know grow their businesses successfully. So they have an impact on the world, mm-hmm. generating wealth, changing the, the, what we look at in terms of sustainability, very diverse businesses. Uh, Virtual Gurus has a tremendous diversity of, of women that are in it. And, and it's what we need in terms of the world of EDI now. And, and so as I look at this, um, what we really need as women is to believe that we can grow and run businesses. We need to not be afraid of money. Um, to to be not be afraid of legal contracts, not be afraid of negotiating what we think we don't need. Just get in there and learn by doing. Right. There are so many great advisors um, to, to work with that want to lift us all up. We just have to go for it. And, and as, as Bobby of Virtual Gurus would say, it's the art of the ask. And actually, I remember Steve Jobs, there's some great quotes about him and what makes a difference. you got to ask. And when ask you ask, what you want. Ask for what you want, better, and you know coming back earlier to what your passions are, what your goals are, um, you are going to be empowered to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, if we think briefly here on last year and the effect that COVID had on the 51, um, actually it turned into a real positive for us because we realized that there was a big shift happen. Yes, there was a challenge, but it was an opportunity, an mm-hmm. opportunity to reach out to our community that, that wanted to be in touch, um, an opportunity for women to, to, yes, it's hard, but realize their dreams. And if you ask out there, you will be surrounded by it. And I think if we come back to the purpose of this world part pandemic and the like, uh, we have to go from the perspective that there's lots of challenges to innovation thrives right. in the world of change, in the world of challenges, and see opportunity in that. Oh, Judy, that's such a beautiful way to end. And I also see, you know, with so many different people involved in your your 10,000, let's say, um, who knows what will spin off in terms of education, um, how other people start their businesses just by watching you. You know, you, it's a model. It's it's your leaders for tomorrow. And I love your vision. Thanks for being and, here. And I have an ask at the end. <laughs> And it's ask okay. of our listeners. Ask of our listeners. I know times are really not great right now. It's not easy. But what's key is to fearlessly look forward, open your minds. And my ask is each of you before February 14th, Valentine's Day, reach out to someone in a different world than yourself. Listen to what they have to say, what their ideas are, and learn from them. And if they're a woman, take a step to enable their success. Unlock their potential. Because that's how we lift us all up. That's how we create a better society in this very, very um, interesting times we live in. Thank you, Judy. That's a beautiful way to end. I so appreciate you being here. Oh, likewise. Today. I love how you've turned your, your, your entrepreneurship and your experience into real success. Thank you. Thank you. And to, and to you, dear listeners, thank you for your time and attention today. I hope you're feeling as hopeful as I am about what women are doing around the world. What we heard today was absolutely a model and a vision for our future. 
Next week is my last show for Unstoppable You. I have loved this amazing opportunity to share my ideas about empowerment, resilience, and passion. I'll be chatting again with Scott Patton, who has joined me on two prior occasions with Kindness, A Secret to Vitality, and again, just before Christmas, Vision, Defining Your Future. On January 21st, next Thursday, we'll be talking about how to create a new mindset about what's going on, how to purposefully create what we want, and how to deliberately calm the nervous system. So join us next week for some timely and relevant ideas that can become part of your new toolbox for life. Thank you again, Judy. See you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unstoppable You. Please join Christine Patton for another edition of the program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, take what inspired you today, practice it, and watch how life unfolds for you on your path to success. We'll talk again next week. 